3: program is presented by the nerdy show podcast network geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse all nerdy show programming is made possible by a comic shop orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you to learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming visit nerdyshow.com
4: Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hey, I'm Brandon. Hey, I'm Jonathan. Hey, I'm Andrew. Hey, Fleming Brothers, welcome back to Nerdy Show. Hi, thanks. Thanks. Yay. If those voices aren't familiar to you, why, they're the folks who host Wicked Anime, the Nerdy Show Network's only anime podcast, and also probably the best (laughs) one you've ever heard.
1: Yay, that's what the fans say, I think, I hope. And hey, they come up to me all the
3: time, and they're like, Hey, man, when you guys put out one of those them anime episodes with the guys with the spiky hair and the big eyes, and I'm like, I have no idea, but they're good, aren't they? They're like, yeah, man, they're good. I want more. They don't know the name of the podcast, but, man, do they like it. <laughs>
4: Actually, if you haven't heard it yet, we did a special, or I did a special, with Wicked Anime uh, for their what, 200th episode? One hundred. It feels like 200th. <laughs> it does so. feel that way. <laughs> we played a, a, a tabletop role-playing game where we were all sexy maids competing for the love of our master. That yep. Me. That's,
3: that sounds like um, 50% of the anime I've seen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sounds about right. That was a really good episode, too. I'm so proud of the made episode. It was. It came out great. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody listens to anything, I think it's one of the most favorite things, my most favorite things we ever put out so far.
4: I had an awesome time. We'll link to where you can check it out on this episode's page. But that's not what we're here to talk about. What we're here to talk about is the Sega Genesis, or Sega during the Genesis era. Because this is a nerdy show microsode. That's where we talk about what you want us to talk about for 15 minutes. And in this case, we have been asked by Anthony Robert, He says, I'd like to hear your personal thoughts on Sega and its history, specifically centered around the Genesis era and all their crazy add-ons. I've always been interested to hear people's stories and opinions on this topic. Keep up the great work on the network. Love always, Anthony.
3: Well, I'm assuming that everyone here is a fan of Sega. At some point. Yeah. At least Sega oh, Games. yeah. Yeah, I, I hate everything they do. So let's let's continue this discussion. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I'm here to say, boo, Sega. He's terrible.
1: This reminds me of the Monster Hunter episode we did. It's, pretty, this, <laughs> it's
3: Monster Hunter all over again.
1: <laughs> Which oh. we'll also link to. Let's uh, talk
3: about when Sega started going horribly wrong with the Genesis.
1: Okay, so I don't, I don't know about you, but when the Genesis came out, you had Nintendo kids and you had Genesis kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost in the same way that and there was... Sony and Microsoft I, now. Yeah, so Jonathan and I grew up... Or Coke as, and Pepsi. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. There yeah. You go. And so Jonathan and I grew up as Genesis kids. very first video game we ever played was the first Streets of Rage, which is ultimately the best Streets of Rage. Yeah, and we were three years old. Yeah, it was okay. great. You guys are thank, youngins. Yeah, thank, yeah. yeah, very special thanks to our uncle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Fleming.
1: <laughs> yes, and and we actually still have that Sega Genesis. I can go look at it in my room right now, and that same Sega Genesis from 20-plus years ago is still sitting in that room, and yeah. it still works. The Streets of Rage cartridge is not the same, though. However, I did find one at an anime convention that we just went to that was in box with the uh, instruction manual for 20 bucks, And oh. so that is on my shelf.
3: Not bad. Can you I, guys yeah. Can you guys explain Altered Beast to me? Because <laughs> that I remember like I, I was one of those kids who grew up on Nintendo because I'm probably slightly older than you guys and and I loved I love RPGs so Nintendo was where it was at. And then Genesis came out. I didn't buy one cuz I'm like, uh eh, whatever games, yeah, the graphics, ooh, whatever. And then I would go to people's <laughs> houses and I would play Altered Beast and it was fun, but man, that game's fucking ridiculously hard. And I don't under- I, I still don't know what it's about. You turn into a werewolf sometimes and sometimes you don't and you die in like three hits.
1: yeah i don't know that game just i remember everything about that game just being so extremely linear how you just walk forward punch twice walk forward punch twice walk forward punch twice collect an orb when you get three turn to an animal and then you beat the level well side scrolling like it was it was it kept moving you couldn't
3: stop you walk around and these really slow buff guys like they don't care (laughs) if they get hit so when an enemy's coming you just turn around and walk away slowly which is not fast enough to escape anything and then they get killed in three <laughs> hits. And I fucking hated that now, game. Keep in
4: mind, Altered Beast was packaged with the system when it launched. That's probably so that, why that I Everyone That was them it. putting their best foot forward at the time.
3: Genesis' sales sucked until Sonic the Hedgehog happened two years later. I was going to say Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 I really liked. And then they really dropped the ball with every other Sonic game I've ever created. Many would argue that. There was that Bioware one that came out with it, which was supposedly really good, but I never played it. A Sonic it RPG. A, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was supposed to be kind of like Mario RPG. Well, I don't
1: think we ever played Sonic RPG. Oh, no. Yeah, I was thinking of 3D, Sonic, Sonic 3D. Oh, we had Sonic 3D Blast.
3: <laughs> oh, boy, that's a nightmare of a game. <laughs>
4: yeah, it is. <laughs> Sonic Shuffle not is as, by far the best Sonic game. Not as weird game. as of,
1: of an acid trip that uh, Sonic Spinball was. Oh, yeah, that game was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: still think Sonic Shuffle is the best game ever created. Which one's that? That's the one that's the Mario Party game, but there's no there's no partying. There's no there's no all the mini games are rigged and (laughs) then you just run into Robotnik on a bench and he just hurts you. (laughs) And then you and then it's a story you can't skip every move. And then you just go on and you're sad because Robotnik's just like taking all your rings or some shit.
1: Speaking of which, could anybody beat level two of Mean Bean Machine? Oh, man, that was tough. The game was hard. Was uh, that the, uh, the,
3: the kind of not like the Tetris or Yoshi's Cookie kind of
1: yeah. game? It, it's really good.
3: Yeah. It's, no, I did a, I did like that game. You, didn't you have it?
4: Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember yeah, playing
4: it's, that. So it's, it's a fun as hell game. I maybe I beat level two. Honestly, I don't know. I just played a lot of
1: it, so I would yeah, I would assume was, I did. Great multiplayer, <laughs> great multiplayer, but not not single player. <laughs> so back to Genesis.
4: It, the Genesis sold thirty point seventy five million units worldwide. And it was a major hit in North America and Brazil, but in Japan, it was actually beat out by Nintendo and the TurboGrafx, like, the whole time. And uh, Nintendo, of course, had the NES out, and then two years into that release, the SNES. And that's where the polarization happened between, I mean, generally, your parents were only going to buy you one video game system
3: back then. Unless you were rich. Yeah. Then you had all of (laughs) them. And then you go to their house, and you're like, oh, you look at this game, and you put it in your pocket, and don't tell them you walked away (laughs) with it. I'm just, that's happened somewhere. Okay. (laughs) But Sega actually fed
4: into that polarization. They made the Genesis kids and so on. Even though the Super Nintendo was a more powerful system in many regards, they kept putting forward this like we're cooler than you, we're better than you, aggressive angle. And actually, I was all about Zelda and Mario, so I was in the, uh, the Nintendo camp. And the Sega stuff really put me off. I liked I liked
3: playing Sonic at Sears, but uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, that I had the same experience where like I liked Mario, I liked the Zelda games. They had like the Mega Man games, yeah. and so when Sega came out, I was like, oh, these graphics are really cool. But like, I don't feel there are games. With the quality that I like, or games made for me, like that I'm used to, they weren't at all anything similar to Nintendo games.
4: It was very different. I mean, you could own a Genesis and you were getting a completely different gaming experience. Well, if you hated
3: Nintendo, then yeah, you would have liked it. What
4: was funny is is that right now, you know, there's the schism between PlayStation or Xbox, but, you know, most of the games are cross compatible between the two of them. But
3: I think the main schism right now is between Nintendo and. And everyone and else. Yeah. But Nintendo,
4: Nintendo's an island of its own. That's a, that's a different conversation. But back then, during the supposed console wars, you could own both those systems had you, if you had the money for it. And there was no reason to choose between the two of them at all. If you had the money
3: for it, it was a yeah. unique situation, you most, know? Most of us did not have the money. For no. I, Super Nintendo well, games were 80 bucks. Shit.
1: Yeah. See, the thing that was amazing about both the systems was at the time that they came out, they were both heavily experimenting with what kind of games they could release. Um, Ideas were still new. Yeah, and, you know, that's why you had crazy things like Legend of Zelda, which was an adventure game, or Mega Man, which was a platformer, and jumped from screen to screen, and then you had Sega Genesis, where, you know, you had a lot of side-scrolling games, so you had Earthworm Jim... Coming out and the animation was crazy and, and then Vector Man using oh, the three D graphics. Vector, man, vector Man's another one of my favorite games. Did ever. Earthworm Jim then- come out
3: first on Sega Genesis? Uh, it was better, well, somewhat. Yeah. I think well, it was before it was- Super Nintendo was out, right? No, no, okay. no. It came out
4: simultaneous for both systems, okay. but it was. I don't. Maybe it wasn't better. I don't know. I've never played the Genesis one, but I. I know it's different. I mean, for example, Aladdin. Yes, was, yes. Was better on yes. Genesis. Uh, well, Genesis
3: had more, was, was allowed more violence, I remember, because I remember Mortal Kombat between Nintendo and Genesis, and I remember Genesis had red blood, and Nintendo was like, oh, it's gray, and I was like, fuck you, what are you doing? Oh, that was sweat, and that was,
1: that was <laughs> oh, sweat. Oh, yeah, every
3: time I pu- <laughs> kick someone in the dick, sweat flew out of it, <laughs> and a sweat flies out of my dick when someone punches me.
1: We had a Super Nintendo cut of uh, MK2, and there was plenty of blood. It was
3: MK1 that, that yeah. they, they learned their lesson when people bitched to Nintendo about oh, yeah, it constantly. Oh, yeah, 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 deplorable <laughs>
1: sound, um, yeah. See, another thing that I like with the Sega Genesis is Jonathan and I have a copy of a game called Cyborg Justice. And Cyborg Justice was really crazy because they went on a limb and created a game with probably the first ever character customization. Yeah. And you could create your own cyborg with its own attacks and its own weapons. Some weapons were way overpowered than others. But you went through the game with this creative character, and you could uh, co-op with one another with your creative character, and it was a beat-em-up style game, and you just fought other randomized robots. Yeah, but then, wow. but the other thing is too, it's like, oh man, that robot over there has a laser cannon for an arm. I want it. You walk up to the robot, rip his arm off, and put it on you, and then you have a laser cannon. It's yeah. so cool. it's like
3: Horizon, the prequel to Horizon Dawn. That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Except it's probably going to be way better than Horizon Zero yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry.
3: You know, you, you guys have almost also described the
4: Genesis itself because the Genesis was a Frankenstein of a system. Yes. Sega, their whole motto kind of became throw shit against the wall and see what sticks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there just like, you could hook so many things up and then you'd have to get a device to hook more things up to it? Basically, it I mean, the, this, the
4: Genesis is the most customizable, using official components, customizable game system of all time. I don't know if anyone's actually equated it to make that phrase work, but, I mean, it has to be. doesn't mean it's a good
3: thing, but they definitely were creative.
4: There's a great used game store in Chicago called People Play Games... And I walked in there one day, and they had basically every single Genesis attachment imaginable. You could create an Uber Genesis. You get the deck so you have the Sega CD, plug a 32X into it. They actually had a box for Sega TV, even though it wouldn't do anything, like the the little <laughs> screw-in console, because the Genesis had a cable service that you would download
3: games through. What? Mm- yeah. I forgot like, about that. As soon as the internet became sort of mainstream, that thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nintendo had the Satellaview in Japan,
4: which was a satellite service. I think the Genesis Can you one was a
3: satellite service back then. Are you kidding me?
4: <laughs> that, that's <laughs> that, shit. That's where the uh, the text-based Chrono Trigger sequel Radical
3: Dreamers is from. That's all it could do.
1: It... Yeah, text based That's funny because the only thing that I could think of with a satellite service for Nintendo would be like the same graphics as that Ni- Game Boy camera you take <laughs> pictures with.
4: <laughs> and the Genesis actually continually updated its system. What version of the Genesis did your uncle's give you? Uncle, singular, uh, give you?
1: It was just the base console. Yeah, as far as I know, it was a first generation.
4: So it had the little slidey volume
1: dial in front of it? No, it was the one after that.
4: Okay. See, that's what I mean. Like, the first one had a little volume dial in the front that was like a, like, almost like for, you'd have an audio console and a headphone jack, so you could just, like, plug in your system and, I don't know, turn the volume off on the TV. I'm not exactly sure how it worked.
3: Didn't they have two weird systems before the Sega Genesis came out? Oh, there
4: were, there were systems before the Genesis. There was the, uh, the SG-1000 and the Master System. Yes. But they didn't really, they didn't really leave a mark until the Genesis. And then, then they just kept expanding the system. They expanded it regularly all throughout the nineties.
1: They even experimented with uh, customizing the game cartridges because you know they had that crazy Sonic and Knuckles thing, and you put Sonic and you put Sonic the Hedgehog three into Sonic and Knuckles, and you can play as Sonic or Knuckles, Knuckles. in Sonic the Hedgehog three.
4: Ugh. Oh. But it was cool, though. You can plug
3: Knuckles right inside of Sonic. I mean, <laughs> th- like, think about that. Like, that was super weird, you well, know? The-, the thing about Sega that I do like is they always tried crazy shit. Nothing held them back. They would always experiment with weird, like, adapters and and additions. But then, like, yeah. they wouldn't be that great. And, like, a few months later, someone would come out with something better that blew it out of the water. Even though they were the pioneers in that, something just came along right after and just <laughs> destroyed everything <laughs> they've ever done.
4: Well, I mean, for example, the Sega Nomad. Which is a portable Genesis. It oh was yeah, a crazy Did it idea. Come with a flip like screen. No. <laughs> no, no, no.
3: It came with a. <laughs> I was like, "How is it portable? You're gonna have to plug it into another TV and then sit down again."
4: I mean, you. C- it had a screen. It was a 3.25 inch screen. I don't think it was backlit. It took uh, six double A batteries. <laughs> is this the precursor and- to the Game Gear? And it had no. No, it came after the Game Gear. What? It had no battery life, but it could play all Genesis games. Every single thing. Just no expansions, no Sega Oh, Sega did you plug three, uh, the CD. actual... No 32X.
3: Did you plug the actual full-size cartridges yes. in the back? I think I remember that. Yeah. I think go- laughing at it going, what? No. Well, the, the pop <laughs> I mean, it, like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it didn't have a good lifespan, so it was, you no. know... It, Dude, my brother had a Sega Game Gear because I wouldn't touch that shit, and then <laughs> so he bought it, and I was like, uh... So I'd try to play it at night. I swear to God, I changed all six batteries every, like, 40 to 50 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so
1: many batteries. The it's battery like, companies? It was like you were eating batteries.
3: Battery companies loved Sega. <laughs> like, Energizer <laughs> like, we want made. we Game Gear 2. God, the games. Oh.
1: I got to play some Game Gear games. It, we have a Sonic anniversary pack for Xbox, and you can play the Game Gear games that they had on it, and they're trash. Like, <laughs> utter trash. They run the same way at, like, three frames per second. <laughs>
4: Yeah, they're they're mm, they're not good. The coolest thing about the Game Gear was Surf Ninjas, like the movie.
3: <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna disagree with you with that. Whatever you're talking about, what, yeah. You don't you don't remember Sur- Surf Ninjas? Where is it like the Three Ninjas Kickback? No,
1: no, no, oh. no, no. Is <laughs> it like is it like Surf Nazis Must Die?
4: Uh, a little bit more like that. It's a really weird, super campy, new-line cinema film made around the same time as Ninja Turtles 2. It's starring Kino from Ninja Turtles 2 uh, about a bunch of uh, teenagers with special powers who have to fight a guy called Nice Face, I think, who's like a <laughs> cyborg. Um, anyway, a kid has a power
3: to see the future in his game gear. What? It was really cool. Wait, so there wasn't actually a game, he just used it in the movie? There was probably a Surf Ninjas game. Man, product placement. Shame.
4: Yeah, well, but, but, th- but good
1: product th- the it. future only moved at three frames a second.
4: <laughs> you got the Genesis, and say you want to play a Sonic CD or Echo the Dolphin CD, you would buy the Sega CD console, and it, yep. would, it would plug into a deck with the Genesis, so they'd be sitting side by side. But they actually huh. had another version of it, because like, that was weird. Like, that was like, you know, you're buying a CD drive for your cartridge console, but they made a thing called the Genesis CDX, which combined both of them into one unit called the Multi-Mega in Europe, and uh, Sega marketed... Here's just one other example but Sega being so crazy. They marketed it as a portable CD player as well as a video game system. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did it have a Laserdisc player or just CDs?
4: Just CDs. It was small. They're like, oh, it's, it's, it weighs two pounds, so it's a portable CD player. It's got a little screen in the front, so it'll tell you what track you're on. But it also plays Sega CD and uh, Genesis games, so sure. Did it work well? Uh, I do. I don't fucking know. I know. I know that it was uh, grossly overpriced.
1: I think that was the last bit where uh, the Sega Genesis finally stopped making stuff. That was like that was it. Like there was no yeah, more. because Sega Sega after Genesis that stuff they went on the Sega Saturn, right? Sega
4: Saturn did know. follow it. Yeah, but there was actually one final iteration of the Genesis. It was called Sega Teradrive, and it only came out <laughs> in Japan.
1: Yes. No. I yes. I'm I'm actually familiar with this. What the
4: hell is the yeah. Terra Drive? Basically, did it have a terabyte? It's a PC. It's basically a, a Sega Genesis PC. I have no I have no idea what you could do with it. I, I <laughs> didn't
3: I didn't go that deep. What what's, what's Sega CD? Sega CD was an expansion of the Genesis. Ugh, which is the one that had that horrible <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park game that was kind of like scenes of dinosaurs and you'd like click onto the next screen and then you'd have to like Jurassic Worlds. But was that for like CD or? Oh, wait, you're talking about the movie. It was, it was just as good. Uh, it sounds
4: like you're talking about the Sega CD version. Like there were
3: games where there were live action. Or perhaps the
4: 3DO version. There were live action people in some of the games. Because the Jurassic Park game for the Genesis was extremely good. It no, was a, it si- it was a side nope. scroller where it was you could either really play hard, it as. Though. It was really hard. You could play as the humans or the, re- the no, dinosaurs. this one
3: wasn't a first person view where you traveled through different areas of the park.
4: Yeah, but Brandon, that's either, that's either a Sega CD game or there was a game for the 3DO. And there's also 3DO. the Super Nintendo game, which was a third-person
3: overhead. No, that game was great. You, yeah, it was That it game was great. You do, Nedry would pop up in the corner and be like, don't forget to touch the electric fence for extra lives. And then you'd like touch it and die. I'm like, damn you, Nedry. <laughs> that game was so good. Except you couldn't save.
4: Yo, know, here's something I just learned from some Wikipedia digging prepping for this episode. You know, Nintendo's very
2: controlled about what's an official If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
5: Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness.
4: genesis didn't or sega in general didn't really care they licensed to other people like crazy for example and that's where mad cats came from (laughs) in (laughs) in order to get a share of the south korean market they had to team up with samsung as a distributor due to a feud between japan and south korea that made it practically illegal to have japanese produced items there during the 80s and 90s. and through that Samsung release, to conceal that, it was called on all the advertising and packaging and everything, the Super Game Boy.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> Super Game <laughs> Boy. Except,
4: except game was spelled G-A-M-star, like, like on your keyboard, <laughs> boy. And then it was later called also the Super Aladdin Boy. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. It's not the Game Boy. It's the, ga- it's the Gam Boy. And, and what's more, Sega allowed JVC to make their own genesis sega cd combo even though genesis made the genesis cdx this is called the wonder mega in japan and the i i have no idea how to pronounce it quite frankly this is and this is in north america it's, it's it's called this it could have just been called the wonder mega but instead it was called i guess the zi it's x apostrophe i e-y-e yeah
3: the zi the <laughs> Z zi <Z>? maybe <laughs> and it cost five hundred dollars damn and people complained when ps3 came out shit but but the,
0: j- dig this here's 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 a beautiful <laughs> like hole 80s.
3: of obscure video game stuff
4: i've never even heard of i love this i want one of these things pioneer made a multi-purpose home console thing called the laser active
1: yes i know that i know that this is yeah
4: it played laser discs cds and karaoke discs and console games from genesis and turbo graphics but only if it only did the gaming stuff if you use separate modules they called packs and they created the mega ld pack that sega developed for them just so this hyper expensive only the like one percent
1: could ever have this machine yeah It was like $1,500 for the entire setup, and it had five games. Yeah, and then also when you had the entire mod setup, it was like the size of an average bedroom dresser. Yeah.
4: (laughs) We'll we'll link to it on this episode's page. It's amazing. It is a (laughs) huge—you'd break your foot if you tripped on it. It, It's (laughs) Say you open up a 90s issue of Penthouse— (laughs) <laughs> that, okay. that that's a, that's a gentleman's magazine, and what that means is they're going to advertise you sports cars, liquor, cigarettes, and oh my god, fifteen hundred
3: hi- dollar gaming,
4: hi fi stuff like you've never seen before. If you crack open a hustler or penthouse from the seventies through the nineties, it's just rife with these crazy expensive setups you'd never see anywhere else. And they probably advertised this thing, because if you want to look like a million bucks, because you probably have that in stocks, <laughs> then you got to buy one of these suckers.
1: Wow. That's awesome.
4: It also had laser-active 3D goggles with an active shutter 3D system.
3: What the hell do you do with those goggles?
4: Well, you play games, or probably not a game, experiences like 3D Museum. Vajira Two, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm sorry that word just makes me. Giggle. Virtual cameraman Two and 3D virtual Australia. I feel like those are the type of VR games where you, if you get submerged or submersed in them, whatever, you <laughs> really like it creeps you the fuck out because you're in a weird vector graph universe <laughs> of just like creepy facial expressions. It, it's
4: and the
1: characters. lawnmower man all over. It, it is lawnmower
4: man. It's 100 lawnmower man. And these these goggles were, however, compatible with the Sega Master System. Because the master system had Sega Scope 3D glasses.
3: Because Sega tried everything. That's why <laughs> I I have to give him props for trying everything and failing at most of them. But at least they tried. Unfortunately, Nintendo has picked up the reins and trying crazy shit and failing now. So they're 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 going the way of Sega. They picked up the reins for them. We'll
4: see. We'll no, see. We'll I see. Mean, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, because you're not wrong. I'm not. But but no. the we'll see is we'll see if Nintendo doing that kills them. Yes. As a hardware developer.
3: If the past is any indicator of the future, then 100% yes. We'll see, but Nintendo Switch is coming out early next year. Only people with midget hands like me are going to use those little side controllers. And I'm not even going to use those. Why the (laughs) fuck would I ever take that out of the house? Get my system jacked? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Let's take it to a basketball court. Oh my god, guys, you want to play fake basketball while you're playing real basketball? Take all these tiny things the size of thumb drives. Yeah, get your little mitts on them. Yeah, nope. Two buttons. Fuck you. Sorry. I (laughs) just... It's not happening. Someone invites me to a house party, I'm not bringing a fucking Nintendo Switch. I'm bringing some liquor, so I don't have to deal with people, but I'm not bringing a fucking Nintendo Switch. Sorry.
1: God. They Bring your team Sega up. Dreamcast.
3: Why, why, why aren't they just teaming up with Sega at this point to make a new system? They might as fucking well.
1: Oh, they should.
3: <laughs> and Nintendo's already doing what Sega has done, where they're branching out into making software and games for other no, companies no, now. no, 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 no. they have. No, mobile, no, they started no, with mobile. Don't, don't you remember, Brandon? No. Sega does what
4: Nintendon't. do <laughs>
3: that was a commercial, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a whole catchphrase. That was the the, the hyper agro Genesis. It was.
1: Like, it so uh, was.
3: Dude, I just remember fighting with people who had Sega's because I had an NES and they had a Sega and they're like, "Oh, it's so much better." Fuck you. and I'm like, "No, fuck you, man. Sega's lame. There's nothing good." And then like Super Nintendo came out, I was like, "Ha ha, you dicks." And they're like, "Sega still looks better." I'm like, "No." <laughs> Cause Super <laughs> Nintendo came out and then every great RPG ever made was on Super Nintendo and Sega had no good RPGs. Maybe one, but I can't think of it because I didn't fucking play any. Uh, beyond Fantasy Oasis. Star. Which one's Beyond Wait, Fantasy Star was on Sega? Yeah. You know what? I played the shit out of Fantasy Star online. <laughs> yeah, wait, you talk about quality games? Fantasy Star the game where you find an Eskimo in a cave and you have to give him a soda? Yeah, that's Fantasy <laughs> Star like one through four. Where you have to buy like a Coca Cola and find an Eskimo in a cave and give it to him to get a clue. That is legit, Cap. That is real. What I just said. Uh, Okay, (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Mike was (laughs) he's thirsty. Yeah, you get him a fucking soda, and there's just a random Eskimo in a cave. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Hey,
4: closing statements on the Genesis. We're at time here.
1: Uh, Toy Story is the greatest video game adaptation of a movie ever made. Well, Lion King. Best games that you should go play on your Sega Genesis right now: Streets of Rage One, Vector Man, and oh, Earthworm Jim. well, Earthworm Jim, but there's another one, and I can't think of it right now. There are so it. many good ones. There are there's, so many. You good can't ones. just do top three. We have a we have, no we have a, the biggest library of, of Sega Genesis games. It's the best.
4: Vector Man is great. <laughs> Vector Man is is spectacular and aladdin is fantastic the jurassic park Mm -hmm. game i was so envious of because the graphics for that game were like in spite of the super nintendo game being very good the graphics for the genesis game outclassed the super nintendo one by a huge margin
1: i do have to throw in too that we did in fact have lethal enforcers with the gun (laughs) nice just saying nice yeah
4: (laughs) and hey and all the sonic games i think sonic through sonic
3: and knuckles are pretty unfuckwithable delightful games i don't know as soon as they added yes. knuckles i'm like whatever
4: what what is it what, what's wrong with knuckles he's, <laughs> he's an echidna a that's fucking cool
3: it doesn't even look like an echidna he's like i'm a bad guy and then like turns out i'm really a good guy and then they had to make another bad guy i'm shadow i'm a bad guy and then like later it's like i'm really a good guy i'm like come on sega make up your fucking mind God, the main and, bad guy is a fucking fat dude in a fucking flying blimp. Sorry, original the
1: hedgehog. Yeah,
3: There should be a Sega game where they, make, they should make a new Sonic game where he goes around, rewrites his own past, his own history, and just erases all that shit. Just murders them in the past. Just stabs them while, they're, while their mothers are like a female echidna somewhere about to shit out knuckles out of her ass. And, and <laughs> Sonic is just stabbing her and stabbing her. And the knuckles was never born. Brandon, but what about the Sonic Saturday morning animated series? I mean, that one was
1: good. Oh, Chili Dogs. The one
3: with the Chili Dogs or the one with the Cyborg Bunny? I believe they both had Chili Dogs, but the one with Bunny Rabbit. Well, that one and the Steve Urkel one, both great. He was...
5: <laughs> I never <laughs> said Sega's <laughs> jo- TV, jo- TV Jali- shows were bad, did thing. I?
4: There were two Sonic cartoon shows that existed simultaneously, but they both had Chili Dogs, I think, and they both had Jaleel White
3: voicing Sonic. I mean, who didn't think the female Bunny and Ferret Girl were hot? Who didn't think? Come on. Absolutely everyone. Zach.
1: Ask a um, furry, right, Sally.
3: Sally. Yeah, Princess Sally. Mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, <laughs> thanks so much, Anthony, for this microsode. We have other video game microsodes on the docket as well, including one about obscure video games. So more, more of this flavor, I think. Uh, and we got monster get...
1: hunter where me and Brandon <laughs> argue about monster hunter. <laughs> yeah, let's see well, that again.
4: That one exists. The obscure video games one is to come. I've got at least, I know at <laughs> least one obscure video game. We've actually done that topic before, but it was, like, in our first year of existence, so we're revisiting it uh, by listener request. And I don't know when that's coming out, so just... uh, 2017? 2018?
3: (laughs) Could be anyone's guess. We pull it out of a hat. Whatever.
4: Nerdy Show is entirely listener-supported. This entire network is listener-supported. And it's the holidays, so that means, oh, man, you're probably buying a ton of shit on Amazon... So you should go to nerdyshow.com/amazon, follow our Amazon links and buy all your stuff on Amazon. Through our links it, it gives yeah. back to us. It
3: literally costs you nothing extra but maybe a minute of time. You
4: could buy yep. some kind of Genesis emulation device that probably exists, um <laughs> any kind of uh like Sonic Mega Collection or whatever, you can get that through these links, whatever you want.
1: By
3: saying
4: in uh, here. We
1: bought our new our brand new Yeti mic that we're recording on right now on those links. Well yesterday. done.
3: Woo well done i'm gonna buy the ps4 pro through
4: that link jeffrey lalone wrote in he said hey there nerdy show crew just wanted to let you know that i used your amazon affiliate link to buy our president-elect a dollar copy of the u.s constitution
3: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean you get like uh, five cents yeah it's probably not much but hey, yeah. hey every, every 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 appreciate it we appreciate what you did yeah both for both of the things you did there <laughs> yeah. we appreciate both of those things
4: And another way you can support us is through Patreon. We have all kinds of perks, a lot of outtakes, expanded content. There was a little conversation about uh, Phil Collins that took place before this episode started (laughs) that's probably going to find its way into a blooper I thought we were
3: talking about Genesis the band, not Sega Genesis. (laughs) So that happened.
4: Yeah. So that's uh, coming to a Patreon near you. Nerdyshow.com slash Patreon. Patreon.com slash Nerdyshow. Pick your poison. But we have a new patron. Shout out to Mike Swabby. Thanks for joining us here.
3: Woo! All right,
4: Mike. Welcome to the boat. Taking us out, we have a track from Super Soul Brothers. I'm excited to announce that Super Soul Brothers are now on Nerdy FM and therefore also playing on Nerdy Show. Nerdy FM is our nerd music radio station at nerdy.fm. You can listen online or you can download the app for Android and iPhone. It's a full repertoire of the best nerd music across all genres. Super Soul Bros are one of the greatest VGM bands in existence. They are the Steely Dan of nerd music. I mean, that could be an opinion, but I'll take it. I'll take your word for it. I'm just saying this is a jazz combo that plays with immaculate precision. They play incredible renditions of video game tunes. So we're going to play one now from the uh, score to Sonic 3. You know, the one Shadow Composed by Michael Jackson. And uh, I'd also like to say that, as thrilled as I am to play Super Soul Brothers here and now, and this track rocks, if I had the rights for it, I would definitely consider playing Genesis
3: 1612 by the left rights.
1: If you haven't, <laughs> oh tra- my gosh.
3: Do you know the
4: track?
1: <laughs> of, I do, yes. I yeah. don't think
3: the left rights are going to care. I, I promise. You know, I, don't
1: think, yeah. I
4: don't think they are going to care. I don't but...
3: think Jimmy urn or whatever. Well, actually, he's going to be a big star soon in Guardians of
4: the Galaxy soon. too. Yeah, but he is in Guardians but, of the Galaxy Yeah, they're too
1: yeah. busy with mindless self-indulgence. Yeah. yeah. The,
4: the left-rights are every weird studio crazy fucking idea that mindless self-indulgence has.
1: It's a Tim and Eric of CDs.
4: Yes. Yeah, there's, they have two records. They're incredible. And even if you don't like MSI, you might like left-rights it's nerdy music they're all like muppets video games darth vader all of it <laughs> so you should check them out and track genesis 1612 is all about the console wars and it's very aggressively pro sega yeah i was curious <laughs> and awesome. i looked up the bible verse for genesis 1612
0: <laughs> is that where <laughs> they I, got the name <laughs> i'd never
4: i'd never looked it up before oh it's God. uh he it. will be a wild donkey of a man <laughs> His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against him. What? Is that real? And he will live to the east of all his brothers.
3: That's the real thing. Yes. Okay. The Old Testament, folks. His hand will be a donkey. He will be a wild donkey of a man. He will be a wild... Does that mean he has a big dong? Could Does be. that mean he can't breed? Are donkeys the ones that can't breed, or mules? or are they both... Mules. No, mules are... Man, I, they both got really long dongs. Long long dongs (laughs) And on that note On that note Here is a killer track From the Super Soul Brothers Look
4: forward to hearing A ton of their music On Nerdy FM And definitely check them out This is Hydrocity Zone
5: Super Soul Bros hit you with that foe oh no. Solos on the horns like that trombo. Break that funk city fresh from your PC or your console. Make you wanna console your mama while we ill is this. Old school vibes with that new type fresh. Mr. Mon's that dude on the mic, and nothing nice. Sliding through, ain't no crew, it's dope as this. Figure to step my way. All the way live from the Sunshine State There's in a drop. But yes, we walking through the Hydro City. But sprint dodging ghouls, and what's your option? Select the Super Soul Bros, it's was a concoction. Flip, script, kick, flip, switch like Eric Constant. Awesome, so sick you coughing. Asking for more like a young of a twist, we gifted, uplifting in fact, and over trains the tracks. Super soul is where it's set. cycles, transformers, prime time, my disciples. Weather heads or tails, pass or fail. Speed like a sonic boom, perfect the art and where to start. Collect the hearts, also collect, inspect the deck. A Donkey Kong smack, it just get mad respect. Parry everything like an 04 Daigo. One strike, two strike, three, it's inevitable. The music keep you high, Mr. Veggie. Fist to the top, by drop like Diz my stones that go on microphones. Yeah, we got it. Infinite, like, figure eight, you can't stop it. Graduated with supreme technique, I went to college. Polish knowledge, a slave to the rhythm of beats, a beast like Strike three or seven times and find where the verse approaches. pro Super Soul keep you on your toes
0: the nerdy show if you like what you heard please rate and review us on itunes or like and follow us on soundcloud yay as listeners support entertainment we rely on you to keep this and other gnarly shows on the nerdy show network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via patreon brah any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes episodes and images from across the network and there's even more totally tubular perks available just head to patreon.com slash nerdy show To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. You can give us, like, surfboard sponsorships or, like, craft beer sponsorships. You know, whatever. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via iTunes or SoundCloud. And uh, you can leave a comment, like and share. Follow Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks like at Twitter, Instagram, that shit. Pinterest. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, they've totally got it covered. Hi,
1: I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.